Hello, everyone, uh, and welcome to the second episode of this season of One More Thing. We recorded this one in September of last year, so a, it would it's a full year ago. And since we recorded it, some exciting things have happened. Notably, Jenna had a baby, so she just stated an entire human life in the time since we recorded this, um, <laughs> which is crazy to think about like the birth process anyway and kevin robert take it away (laughs) well jenna and kevin are both currently on this season of secret celebrity drag race spoilers to anybody who didn't know that it was kevin because he has not been voted off as of right now but jenna was on had a whole drag persona was unfortunately eliminated from the competition but really I will say, as a huge fan of of Glee and a longtime fan of Jenna Ashkwitz, really came out of like what I knew her to be as a performer, and really like I've never seen her perform that openly and that happy and that like joyful in a long time, and it was really exciting to see. And Kevin is like just fire on on screen and on stage. Uh, so excited and proud of them both. Um, they obviously could not tell us that they were going to be on the show, yeah. but they they do hint that they have cool things coming up. And I'm sure that, that that's what they meant. Yeah. And we're so excited for you to hear this conversation that we had with Kevin McHale and Jenna Ashkowitz from the hit Fox TV show Glee. Take it away past us. Oh, I, oh, I start. It's up to you. Do you want to start? I'll start. I'll start. Welcome to One More Thing with Jay and Robert. I'm Jay. And I'm Robert. One More Thing is a podcast that examines and celebrates pop culture through an LGBTQ plus lens. Welcome to a very special episode of One More Thing. Yes. We have two of the maybe our coolest guests of yeah. the season. And we've actually never met. So the way that we introduce our episode is we say our name, our pronoun, and how we identify whatever that means to you. So hi, I'm Robert. I use he, him, and I am a gay man. <laughs> I'm Jay. I use they, them, and I am a non-binary person person i'm jenna she her i guess cis woman of color <laughs> go off <laughs> <laughs> um, Not, yeah okay do you do you want to expand nope okay <laughs> great i'm kevin he him and i'm also a gay man not cis woman of color. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Obviously, as most everybody that listens to our podcast knows, you are two of the stars from Glee. And we were just talking about this a little bit before uh, we got started. But Jenna got married. Congratulations. Just want to get that right off the top. We were gushing about her shoes a little bit ago. This will not air for many months. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it may air on your anniversary. Jenna didn't just get married. Jenna... (laughs) Jenna, Jenna got, got married, married in the past. Last year. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you anyway. <laughs> and you are also, I guess, formerly hosts of a podcast yourself, Showmance, right. which we're big fans of. We love it. We miss it. Thank you. 
as we mentioned, you were on Glee. We <laughs> wanted to start out by asking who your favorite castmates were other than each other. You can't say each other. Oh, that's like <laughs> asking who your favorite child is. I imagine as a parent, I was going to make a joke and be like, it's easier to say who we didn't like. I'm kidding, though. Um, I mean, <laughs> we can change the question. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, guess I can't speak for Jenna, but as annoying as I'm sure this is, we all got along really well. I don't know. It's like, I don't know it, if I could pick it's favorite. Like, it's funny. It's funny because we all we all get along and we all have our own relationships with everybody. Sure. Like Kevin and I, you know, they know, everybody knows we're very close. We We talk on the daily. But there's some people like... You know, there's groups of us, like me, Chris, Amber, and Kevin, we have our own group chat. And then there's another group chat with some writers and some, you know, people who worked in the offices. And so you have like these different groups of people. And I think if we said our favorite person, we might get our heads chopped off. <laughs> Jaina. My answer is Jaina. Oh, that's a good oh, one, Kevin. Very sweet. Okay, so then I guess instead of your favorite cast member, out of all of your solo songs that you had through all six seasons which one was probably your favorite to do or when you look back on it it's all positive memories i really liked doing um whenever i call you friend with kevin that was one of my favorite numbers oh. to do with kevin wow underrated Same. yeah um, I, I listen to that a lot and sometimes jen and i will too. send it to each other and be like we really just did this <laughs> we, we nailed this one <laughs> Pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> um, my other favorite, anything that I get to do, I get to sing with Amber Riley is always like a top of my list. Oh, you yeah. also did Celine. I did do Celine, but that was hard. That was like, <laughs> I love doing it because I love Celine, but it was really hard. That like, doesn't mean it wasn't really damn good. I get to go do like dog days and Amber does all the heavy lifting, you know? <laughs> Just like hanging on to the Glee music for a second. If you were to talk to... I would say almost any Gleek, they would say that there are some versions of the Glee cast songs that are maybe better or stand up to the original versions. Are there any Glee songs where you're like, oh, you know, we maybe did that a little bit better? I think that's more a question for you guys. <laughs> well, we did better. Well, it's weird because like when I look back on watching Glee, Glee also introduced me to so much music that I had never heard before. So Glee like was my original version of a lot. And then now I go out to clubs and I'm like, oh, this is that Glee song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not not even kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, that's happened to both of us. Like when we're together, we'll be like, oh my God, this is that Glee song. But it's not, <laughs> oh, it's the original version. <laughs> that basically really is me funny. with most of the musical theater music. Okay. I, mm. I truly, I was very much top 40, knew every current song. Any musical theater, I'm like, this is a great song. What <laughs> be this time? Like never heard <laughs> I I was like, when 99 Problems came on Glee, I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was very different. And, see, by the time that came on Glee, I was like, the song is already over. <laughs> Perfect. Wait, Kevin, what was your favorite song to do? I mean, I think Safety Dance is probably my favorite solo. Oh, yeah. Just because it, I also like got to, my mom and sister were in town. And I was like, come to this m random mall in Eagle Rock. <laughs> at this time and then they showed up and it was me and like 30 dancers and they're like what the? yeah so it was 
Very oh, fun. that's really sweet. Well, did they get to watch like the whole filming? Yeah, they got to stay there because it's in a mall, so it's public. So it's like you guys can just hang out and watch. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. It was fun. That actually brings us um, to our next question pretty perfectly. So thank you for that. We want – so <laughs> I don't know how to ask this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. So <laughs> – so oh, you don't need to be with us. Oh, uh, not with us. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a disabled person. Robert is not. I guess I should have said that in my how I identify. Oh yeah. We'll re-record. Um <laughs> and so I read or no, I watched, maybe I watched a video or maybe I read an article where you talked a little bit about playing Artie and how you wouldn't do it now. And I was just wondering if you had any like thoughts about the the like how that came to be and like if if you were not like do you regret it because that's a horrible question to ask but like are there any do you regret it (laughs) (laughs) i mean unfortunately i can't go back and change things but you know once you know better you do better and it's also one of those things where i feel like a lot of this show and not, and not just this, where it was such like a turning point or a marker socially, mm. where a lot of these things were then talked about. And it was like when we go back and watch Glee and so many people are like, God, this seems so dated. And like you wouldn't do half of the things that we do or say on the show now. But it hasn't been that long. But at the same time, it's a good to me, it's like a good benchmark of, yeah, this wasn't that long ago. And look how much more we know now that's very and true. for me as like a 20 year old auditioning for this role where i you know i had been acting since i was a kid and it wasn't the first time i had auditioned for a character that was in a wheelchair and to me it was like jenna grew up acting too and it's like you just like well i'm gonna have to make this work because it's just and right. unfortunately i didn't have the knowledge or perspective of to suggest of like I actually think this should go to somebody who actually has like the lived experience of this as opposed to me I was just like yeah I'm I'm assuming they're gonna pick whoever they want for the job and that very could easily be somebody who actually is in a chair and well I think that's also like nobody's and I was like uh great cool let me make sure I do the best that I can at this because I did immediately feel like well, I, the last thing I would want to do is be disrespectful and misrepresent this and, you know, the way I'm portraying this character or how they're writing it and I could control what I could control. And obviously now, looking back, oh, yes, there are plenty of actors who could have played that role, who have that actual lived experience. And, like, now, I don't even think I would, any of us would get asked to audition for a role right. like that. yeah. Which is nice to see. It's nice that you actually, the change is happening from where it needs to happen. Hopefully it goes all the way up. I don't know. That's yet to be seen, probably. (laughs) Uh, From what I heard, maybe not so much, because it still seems like a lot of old white people in charge. (laughs) White men. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't don't regret it, because I I can't change it. Um, I am happy, though, that, like, these conversations are not strange to be having and are encouraged to be had and like i can firmly say like absolutely yes that going forward 
that should never happen. Great. I think that's a great answer, honestly. I know. I, while you were talking, I was like, oh, like, oh, I'm going to follow up with this. And then you kind of hit it all. Yeah. Wow. Well, but it's, it's complicated. Like, I, yeah, and I don't want to, like, I don't want to play it down by saying, like, well, you can't change the past. But, <laughs> like, that's also disrespectful in a, in a way. Because it's like, well, you can say that about just about anything. But it's like, okay, as long as we can acknowledge what we did and in the ways we succeeded and did not, then you make sure that the next time around, you correct those things. You correct the misses. Like, you're going to have misses. Not everything is going to be perfect. Especially in a show that's putting out 22 episodes a season where, like, you got to fill the time with a lot of things. You're going to throw in a lot of characters and hope some of it lands and hope some of it is good. And sometimes it's not going to be good. And sometimes you're going to mess up or not make the correct decisions. But ultimately, like the feedback I got from when the show was on, it was positive, it was good, and it was about the character being represented. But now let's have that character be represented by somebody who should be actually representing it. This season on One More Thing, we have a special time for you. <laughs> Why do you sound like the candy catcher from the, from uh, Chitty Chitty, Chitty Bang Bang? bang. <laughs> oh my gosh. Y'all, we got a great author on this season to talk to you about their new book. You may have read their last book, Felix Ever After. But this season, we read it before y'all so that we can tell you all about it. And then you can go purchase it and blow this author up. Their name is Kaysen Calendar, C-A-L-L-E-N-D-E-R. And Kaysen is spelled K-A-C-E-N. <laughs> just, in case, just in case you wanted to Google them. The book is called Larkin Kasim's Starter Revolution. It's out September 27th. It's real good. Go out, get a copy of Kaysen's new book, and then tune in to their special episode on One More Thing. Anyway, back to the episode. You're also the king of uh, transitions right now. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> since so much has changed since the show was originally on, because like I remember watching season one in 2010, which is like 11 years ago now. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I know. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We're now totally different people and we know so much more and... We're going to talk in this segment more about where we're all at now. Not that you care about where we're at. Yeah, we're, we're here. Where you guys are We at. absolutely care. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Jenna a little bit first. So Jenna, you did Waitress on Broadway. And then, and I love Waitress. Yes, congratulations. But I have something that I actually want to talk about a little bit more than Waitress, which is I found out the other day that you won a Tony Award for The Inheritance. Well, Her yeah. Award. That's what I said. I said her second Tony ah. Award. Yes. So my I, I got into producing Broadway shows after Waitress, and I won a Tony for co-producing on Once on this Island, the revival at Circle in the Square. And then the other day, um, you know, this I is was not airing so for several months, so not the other day. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> when the Tonys of 2021 happened, I was so thrilled to see that Inheritance got you know, acknowledged in that way, because it's just a really beautiful show. Everybody who um, was a part of that show is just like, we were, I was so lucky to be a, a small part to help bring that to life. But yeah, I, I started producing because like, I live in LA now. I still love Broadway. It's always my number one. Um, so if I couldn't be on Broadway right now, I was like, what else, how, how else can I get my, my fingers into, you know, into musical theater? 
And you you grew up doing stage work. Um, yep. But what, as you sort of like straddle both worlds of like film, TV, stage, what are the major differences and like what do you like more about each medium? Ugh. Um <laughs> I did The King and I when I was a kid. I I, st- I was uh, I did The King and I with Donna Murphy uh, when what? I was nine, and then I did Spring Awakening when I was in my twenties. And those really have my heart. Stage really has my heart. It's like instant gratification. It's, you just get that like live energy that no show is the same, no performance is the same. Whereas like you know doing Glee, um, which was like the best of both worlds, to be honest. Like you you get to do perform but also work in tv and film like on tv it's memorialized forever you're like that performance is going to be locked in people can see that forever you get a million tries you know you get a million times to do it i think the difference i think i like about broadway is like there's a beginning to end that you know where you're going every night on tv and film especially tv you, you don't know you you get maybe a script um, a week in advance before the next so you really don't know where your character's going like Tina with the stutter I had no idea that that was going to be her kind of faking it so that because mm. she was so shy like that was not not uh, knowledge to me until probably the week we started filming um, episode nine so I love both I love being able to kind of do both and having Glee was like the dream come true to, to be able to just have this like crazy hybrid after doing all of the musical theater music Ugly, and then after being on Broadway, do you have a dream Broadway role if you were to ever re- to return to Broadway? Oh God! Um, I, to be honest, I've aged out of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, you want something no. original, <laughs> a new musical? I've aged out of all of my dream roles, but let me tell you, when I was in high school. My dream roles were Eponine on Broadway, mm. which I had gotten multiple callbacks for, never never got there. And Kim in Miss Saigon. Obviously, like, the Claude Michel Schoenberg, like, those musicals, like, they just were the mega musicals of my time growing up. So, th- yeah, those were my dream roles. Now, I, don't, I really don't know. I haven't thought about it. Kevin, would you ever turn to Broadway? Yes. <laughs> 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 there's a plot between jenna and my sister and a couple of my friends to really try to get me to do broadway it's yeah. not that i don't want to do it those people are so good <laughs> and it is so i have so much respect for theater performers i see the different gears in which jenna you know i've worked with her for a billion days doing glee and then watching her do theater or hearing like what it takes to do eight shows a week or talking to Amber when she was doing Dreamgirls, it's a whole different set of skills that is terrifying, which is also why I would love to do it. But, you know, I think I, it's like, I got to get in the gym, <laughs> whatever the equivalent is of getting into the gym to like be able to handle it. Like, I don't know how people do it. And I just have so much respect for it that. I wouldn't want to assume like, sure, yes, I'll just say yes, and I'm going to be able to go do it. I, You know, it's sort of like starting from scratch in a way, because that is so not my community. And it is a really tight-knit, tiny, tiny community. And so, you know, I, I, would, I have to earn my way in there somehow. You can do it. It's like training for a marathon, to be honest. Great. You just build, you build up, build up. I didn't mean for that to be daunting. I meant for that to be <laughs> tangible and accessible. 
So I apologize for my the, the incorrect metaphor. I will I say want to see Gina in six though, because I do think she would dominate any of those parts. Like Thank you could you. really That's very nice. I don't I don't know. I would go tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrified of those girls. I see them on and uh, like in the trailer, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> they're, they're like they're real," you know. Insane. I know you're also yeah. insane in a great oh. way. <laughs> <laughs> we were just saying before we started recording that you two should do Legally Blonde the musical together. <laughs> oh my god! Literally, oh my god! Oh my god! You guys. <laughs> Oh my god, that's, that's very oh funny. So we that's actually, <laughs> right? We we were singing it, and we were like, "Oh, they should definitely do it." Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we have something on the podcast called the Ryan Murphy Players, which is an imaginary thing that when there are certain actors that come on to different Ryan Murphy shows, as soon as they've done two, they are like they're allowed to join the group of Ryan Murphy Players. It's like and, a it's like a community theater troupe. Yeah, basically, right. And Kevin, you just became part of it by being in just, American Crime Stories. Speaking, or, I just got in. <laughs> not American Crime Stories, American <laughs> Horror Stories. Yeah, American Horror Stories. So first of all, what was that like to return to working in that? I mean, I think of it as like an MCU situation. <laughs> I know that it's not. <laughs> but what what brought you to return to it, and especially that one? He, he and I were just talking. We were on the phone about something completely random, something very unrelated. And then he just brought it up. He was just like, I'm working on this script right now. And I I think it would be fun for you to do. I think, hopefully he's not offended by my impression. But He's <laughs> not going to listen to this. He's like, it's about TikTok. He's like, have you seen TikTok? And I didn't want to admit. I was like, yeah, I'm obsessed with TikTok. I'm very familiar with everything you're referencing right now. Yes, I can do that, sir. Um, <laughs> And he's like, I want you and Nico Greetham, who I'm I'm very good friends with. And he and I had never worked together. And I obviously hadn't done anything with Ryan in like five or six years. So it's like, yeah, I don't care what it is. Absolutely. Sure. Just give me a glorious murder and Nico and I will have fun. Then he's like, but you're all going to be shirtless the whole time. So get to the gym. I'm like, ah! <laughs> It's a pandemic. It's like post-COVID. Yeah, exactly. The tree at the end of that episode, I have nightmares about. I showed up to work that day and I was taking pictures and sending it to Nico and the rest of the guys like, you guys look beautiful on the street. <laughs> Would you do a third Ryan Murphy project? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that he uses the same people over and over and over. That does make it a little hard for us to like get back in there again because right. like you have Sarah, Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters to use. Like, why do you need to go anywhere else? Because right. they're so, incredible. So, um, yes, I absolutely would. Maybe Jen and I can do something together again. Legally Blonde the Musical. That would be great. <laughs> Ryan, Mar Ryan Murphy style. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna, would you do a second Ryan Murphy project? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. Ryan, yeah. It's funny because Ryan, not only does Ryan use all the same actors that he loves to work with but he also uses a lot of the same crew so if you go visit a show um you know we went to go visit when they were shooting the pose pilot we went to go visit during horror story and it's like half of our crew yeah so it's it's a total family so it, yeah absolutely 
and that was the best part about going back to do like Ryan Murphy world was there were like five or six, at least crew members that were from Glee and that I could see every day for the first time. And since the show ended, which was so like, uh, the person who dressed me on Glee was dressing me and like the same head costumer and the same makeup person. And it was just very, very nice. It felt like a reunion. Like it was, it was great. So if you were to go back and do uh, another Ryan Murphy project, what would your dream situation be? Like, what would you want the project to be? That's Ryan Murphy's job is to, <laughs> to think of these shows, not mine. Um, <laughs> honestly, just something like Kevin did the last time where he's like, I get to be, I get like the best murder. You know, I get like the, like a great death. Just something so completely opposite of, of Artie and Tina, I think has to be right. Oh, I would live for that. That would be amazing. <laughs> Every season we have to take... <laughs> well, I can't talk now. <laughs> Sorry. Every season we like to take a moment to thank all of our Patreons and our Patreon subscribers, especially all of you who have been there since day one, five years ago. <laughs> oh, world. You really do keep the gears running over here at One More Thing. It's how we're able to bring you all of these great episodes. And if you are listening to this episode and you're like, wow, how could I give them money from my Venmo? You can. No, you can't. Oh. You can't Venmo us. (laughs) You can PayPal us a one-time donation at the number one more thing podcast at gmail.com on PayPal. You can become a Patreon at the $1 level, which is a bonus episode every month. For $5, you can get a bonus video every month. Not the Leah Michelle video. And we have some surprises since we're in season now where there are going to be some exclusive perks and sneak peeks and... Potentially full, unedited uncensored episodes uncensored you know we're we're we've thrown some bleeps in there yeah that's true go subscribe so we're gonna move on a little bit and we're gonna move into our third segment which is about naya rivera we are huge fans of hers um i have a cardboard cut out of uh santana in my apartment (laughs) maybe i shouldn't have said that what (laughs) My former roommate got it. Where did you get that from? um, From (laughs) Fox.com. Oh. You know, she would love that. Yeah. Wow. It has been in the background of many of the things that we've worked on together. Yeah. (laughs) She'd be like, everybody should have a cardboard cut out of me in their house. (laughs) My roommate got it for me as a joke, and I was like, this is not a joke. This is staying in my room forever. So we don't want to stay on this for too long uh, because we'd like to keep everything really light. But we were wondering if there were any memories of her that you have from working on Glee that have carried with you or like that feel a lot stronger uh, after the events of the last year. Uh, I mean, I, I like when she passed, like people said this a lot, but it's because it was so true. But just how like quick and funny obviously she was just like the most talented like person on the planet but like she was so equally good at like the dramatic stuff or the comedy stuff like she and i had maybe two scenes 
together. And I afterwards, I'm like, I can't do anything with her <laughs> because I'm losing it the entire time <laughs> because she's so funny and she's not breaking. And I'm like trying to keep it together for her because she always had some crazy ass monologue that she had to get through. And I'm just like, don't be a terrible actor right now. <laughs> like, keep it together. But she was so, so funny. And we would like feed each other things in the middle of the scene. Like when we knew we weren't on camera, I would look at her to be like, give me a dance move to do. And she would do something and I would mimic it in the actual like take once I would pass in front of the camera. So like we would, we just had those little things we said all the time because she was just brilliant. Again, like I'm not quick, like, quick or funny enough to come up with those things. So I was like, give me a move. Like you have 10 <laughs> seconds where the camera gets to me. And she would give me something. It's like those little things every single day where I think in the moment, you obviously take for granted because it's happening every single day. And we have like 16, 17 hour days. But I I think I can speak for all of us. Like, we were so lucky to get to spend that much time with her because I think she was best in those. She was like the consummate professional. She was just and obviously just so good at what she did. And a show like Glee, you really used all of her abilities and it was nice to be able to not only get to witness it, but get to be involved in it every single day. Well said. Wow. Um, I mean, I, everything that Kevin said, I think just to add to that, like not only was she that funny and like her delivery was so funny, but she was actually that funny in real life. Like she was, uh, her jokes were always the best. Um, and she'd be, you'd hear her like, her laugh was very distinctive. So you'd hear her cackle from like down the hall and you'd know exactly who it was. Um, so those kind of things I remember just like the joy that we had on set with everybody was um, both on screen and behind screen. Like that was, that's something that I think has really been very profound in, in the memories that we have of her. Um, and, you know, she, no, she, I mean, everything Kevin said, she's a professional and yet like, she could turn off, make a joke to you, and then turn on to Santana so fast that you're like, how do you do that? Like, it was so quick. Um, but yeah, no, she's she's amazing. I, I remember my dad and I don't necessarily have that great of a relationship, but I remember when Glee was coming out, he was like obsessed with it. And it was the one thing that we really bonded over. And I remember when the Glee tour came to DC, the second tour, we saw both, but it, this is the second tour. Um, <laughs> there was like a Verizon wireless, like meet the Glee cast situation. And he was like, the girl that plays Tina, uh, Corey Monteith and uh, the girl that played Santana are going to be there. We have to go. We pretended to have Verizon phones to get into this. Or maybe it was Sprint or something. We like... It was Verizon. You're so right. We got it. Oh, no. It was it was Samsung Verizon, I think. Yeah, it was something bizarre. We were that like, yeah, Samsung. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were like, yeah, yeah, we... Those are the phones we have. And we went in and I will never forget meeting you guys. But all I remember is my dad like going down and just looking at you first because he met you and then he turned to Naya and was like you both are so beautiful and Aww. she cracked up and <laughs> I was like thank you and she had like in front of her like two like fake rings from people that were proposing to her and like flowers and like you yep. all had teddy bears and like things around you from the fans and yeah. um just know that like those are things that I carry with me all the time because of my relationship with my dad. But like 
all like my main memory is like looking back at literally meeting you 10 years ago. Um, and, I remember and that Maya. day very vividly. You remember me, of course. <laughs> I do remember. I obviously remember you. I do. I know. I remember that day because we took those phones and nobody knew we had those phones with state phone number, new separate phone numbers. And so the three of us decided we were going to prank everybody and text them their real numbers from these phones and like tell all their secrets. And people are like looking over their shoulders and like, it was so good. We had a pretty little so lies. And so like people would sign it A. <laughs> <laughs> and, like I remember one night I got, or the next day, like we went out after a show. <laughs> <laughs> And I just got a text referencing to something we did after the show. And it was like signed A and it was written in a way only Naya. Like I knew it was Naya. But she was like, <laughs> I could see her and she didn't like, she hadn't texted me. And I was like, how is she doing? I'm like, because nobody <laughs> speaks like her. I was like, this is too funny. And it was like written like a poem. And it was like, how does she know? She knows all the secrets. <laughs> how does she oh know? my gosh. So good. So good. I'm sitting here. I'm. I love that all of our commercials start with "Wow, just sitting here, doing nothing." I guess I could be doing this thing. That's not what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I'm sitting here thinking about. It is what I was gonna say. Are you good? No. Um, I'm just sitting here, and I'm thinking about how much I love. Social media. Oh my gosh, me too. I have been posting clips, behind the scenes looks and teasers at episodes of this very podcast on our social media. Oh my God. And how can people find us? You can go to One More Thang on basically anything. Yeah, on anything. Just make sure that it's with an A because it's been five years and we still can't get the I. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and go do that on this very phone that you're listening to this episode too that you can now continue listening to because I'm done. Okay, so we're going to play a game. So think of this as um, Andy Cohen's Plead the Fifth. We're going to ask three questions, and you're each allowed to not answer one of them. But I will say that I went very easy with these questions. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. David and Jay were pushing me to go a little bit harder earlier, and I was like, we can't. We can't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe you can also give us the alternative ones that were (laughs) (laughs) already. I don't know if you want the alternative (laughs) So we all know from various articles and books that the, from the Glee cast uh, that you were all known to get into some sexy shenanigans. Pr- oh, please yeah, provide yeah. at least one example of those times. <laughs> the silence. <laughs> How do we say this? Well, here's the fun part. This is always this is my motto to Kevin all the time. It's not my it's not our story to tell. So I'm gonna say Fair. clever. I don't wanna not, fit. Hold on. I gotta okay. weep together to not incriminate anyone. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um uh, huh. oh. <laughs> Wow, I okay. thought I was going easy. Yeah, really? <laughs> okay, so... Mm. <laughs> Crap. It just it, There's too many others that I'm like, I, I don't care about we, our stuff. I, I, I don't mean this in like the uh, 
like we were all always hanging out. Like we were always together. So there's no way to like, <laughs> so Jenna and I lived together for two years. Mm-hmm. It was dubbed the love nest by Us Weekly. <laughs> yes, they did. They said Kevin, Jenna and Kevin are moving into a love nest. <laughs> Yeah, the Laurel Canyon love Amazing. nest. We're like we obviously were not together, but yeah. they didn't know that. And these, like, I never went to college, so these were like my college years. That's so fair. And yeah. it, I just, if you can sort of can imagine like a college party where everybody's together all the time, you're in your classes, and like somebody throws a party in somebody's dorm. Our house became What's like the dorm? party house. And so we would just have people, the only people we hung out with were each other because we had no time to maintain any other friendships. So like, we just, like, I know we just like work together all week. See you on Saturday. (laughs) That's what it would be. And so, you know, college people, um, that's good. That's good. Finding themselves with each other. And yeah, yeah, that's good. I'll take that. Okay. No, sorry. That was the long. The short answer is, and this was Naya's fault. We would play gender blind spin the bottle. Oh, that's. Uh, I, I was gonna. That was gonna be mine. Yes, that was good. We would. That's the safest one. We would play gender blind spin the bottle, and I never grew up playing spin the bottle, so I was really making up for lost time. And because we all. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds so fun, and it was replicated in an episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It sure Whoa. was replicated. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Somebody got wind of what we were doing when we weren't working. And they, and they wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So question number two is, who is one person in your years in the entertainment industry who you've had a negative encounter with? Oh, crap. Um, I will say that the third I, question is very easy if if this is the so one you want to believe the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, to be luckily, I don't know if I've had like a bad, like a really bad. I've probably blocked it from my memory at this point. That's fair. There was. I, mm. Kevin, go on. <laughs> uh, I can't. So, no. No, don't do it. I don't mean. Do it. We can always take it out. No. There was, no, I will say. Like, just you know, tell us. <laughs> it wasn't even, I mean, we've met a lot of people and honestly have not, I have not had like a bad encounter really with anyone. There was somebody that we uh, had a brief work experience with and it wasn't that they weren't exactly nice. They just weren't very prepared Ooh. okay okay but they also weren't that nice <laughs> all right i don't know who you're talking about good that's good <laughs> they, i think they were probably very busy and you know oh. they like showed up and it's like you know these are long days and you should probably know your stuff but uh, and but they didn't really seem to care that they didn't know what they were doing interesting sure and that's about it <laughs> I can't tell if Jenna is crying or dying. She figured it out. I figured it out. <laughs> I play. I played the fifth. I actually don't think I've had any that I can talk about. So <laughs> that's great. <laughs> so question question three. Fox has recently talked about their interest in rebooting Glee. If you were approached at all to take part in it, would you? And what would what would you want it to be? Oh God. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, any reason to get us all back together in a room, like I'm all for. Um, I think we obviously it was such a pivotal time in our lives. And if if it was done right, you know, I would definitely consider, you know, some version of it. I just feel like you have to be in on the joke at that point, right? Like if you're doing it again. So I don't know. I mean, if, if Ryan called and was like, we're doing it, you're like, yeah, hop to, you know, obviously. <laughs> um, there's my second Ryan Murphy show. But um, I think, I don't know. I mean, it'd be so weird because we have lost so many people over the years. So like, it wouldn't be quite the same. Um, and so I'm, I'm not sure what, what that would be, but I feel like we have to be in on the joke for it to, have, to work. And that sort of goes back to the question you asked me earlier. Uh, like, I don't know. I think I would also feel weird playing Artie right. now. I don't, mm-hmm. it, I, I don't know how, unless it was right. a behind the scenes type show, like episodes <laughs> where <laughs> you could. Oh, that's um, funny. But I, I don't know. I don't know how I could do that. But yes, I would, I would take the meeting. Can't wait for the reboot. It's all a dream sequence. The whole thing reunion is a dream. It's all a fever dream. Oh my gosh! Exactly. (laughs) Well, it's been so nice having you both on. (laughs) Sorry, we're leaving on such a weird note. Um, we didn't transition for you there. I'm sorry. Yeah, not really. <laughs> so now is the time where we say, how can we find you on social media? And what projects could be coming up that we would be seeing you in soon? Um, well, this very current day, which is undated, Instagram is down. So I don't know what people are doing right now with themselves. Um, I'm personally enjoying the heck out of it. But um, no, I'm, I'm Jenna Ashkowitz on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, and I, I just did this really funny, fun thing that um, comes out in 2022. It's called The Naked Mole Rat Gets Dressed, The Rock Experience. And it's an animated um, film that's going to be on HBO Max. And I sing in it. So I have this great rock song. And Kevin loves to hear me sing like, kind of like rocky so um yeah check out naked mole rat gets stressed it's it's a kid's show that's so (laughs) cool (laughs) that sounds amazing know that we'll be watching yeah Yeah. you also have like another movie coming out don't you Dana? oh yeah yeah i just did a movie called rose all day uh i don't know what's going to happen with it you know how those things work but Mm -hmm. thank you for being my publicist and she's very very funny in it thank thank you (laughs) kevin helped me with my audition (laughs) Honestly, that's adorable. And I can't wait to watch that. That sounds like my life. So, <laughs> She was doing the audition. I'm like, you have to get this. You've never been funny. <laughs> um, Kevin, uh, people find I'm you? Kevin McHale on everything except Twitter because I can't get my name back. I'm Drew a dude. Still? Um, yeah, it's just... If you search my name, I'll come up. The <laughs> basketball player with the same name doesn't have a Twitter, so it's fine. Uh. <laughs> I, I'm probably just on TikTok. See me. <laughs> Honestly, I will say you have such a good TikTok. When I feel like he doing it, I post like I do like a week out of a month because I'm like inspired, and then I just disappear. I don't know, but I'm working on. Yeah. I've been directing some music videos. I'm gonna be doing a couple more of those coming up shortly. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe I have done them by the time this comes out. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> 
developing some things that I would not necessarily be in, but we shall see. And Kevin and Kevin and I will be on the tennis court. You can find us on the tennis court. <laughs> yes. We're going pro. Yeah. Honestly, I love that. I've always wanted to play tennis. Me too. I play it. Not <laughs> yeah, we're, hor- we're horrible at it, but we love yeah. it. Also, slightly because we talked about uh, Jenna's wedding earlier and uh, also because of your TikTok, I wanted to say this is totally different, but your boyfriend's song, Austin's song, um, uh, Summer of Love, was literally my top played song of the summer. It was so good, but I found it because of your TikTok. Oh my God. It's That's, so good, right? I, I will have to tell him. It's like in every playlist I, I have. Oh. <laughs> That's great. And what's his What's his newer song that just came out as well that I love as as well? What's the uh, one called? Ready to go. Yes. Oh, everybody that go. That's my favorite one. Everybody go download every song that Kana and Jen have sung, and also yes. <laughs> Austin B. McGenzie's music. That's right. I've I've now bullied him into letting me direct every music video of his. So honestly, you have to. Cute. They they've all been great. <laughs> but thank you so much yeah. for coming on, and good luck. We'll be watching and listening. <laughs> thank you thanks bye guys (laughs) bye thanks oh my god one more thing is produced by us jay and robert and also david zimmerman thank you to abby davis for the artwork and gotham podcast studios for housing our full season five yeah um thank you of course of course to our patrons over at patreon.com slash one more thing where you can be a one dollar patron or a five dollar patron one dollar gets you a bonus episode every month five dollars gets you a bonus video every month you can also paypal us a one-time donation at number one more thing podcast at gmail.com you can subscribe to us on itunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and give us a little rate and review while you're at it and you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at one more thing with an A because I indeed was taken. That's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>